This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hi, welcome back to Maya's Corner podcast. Um, as I told you, my next episode was going to be about rejection. Um, I actually had a few issues with my um, computer with that episode, and I think that was all for a reason because I need to speak on this. And I was watching everything go on. I was signing the petitions, sharing them, sharing knowledge, um, raising awareness. And I kept saying, I wish I had a platform. Some people who have platforms don't use them to their advantage or to our advantage. And I think that is one of the greatest um, misuses of technology and fame that I have seen and all of these movements, but now it's not a time to stay silent. And I kept saying, I wish I had a platform. And it's like, I was forgetting that I have this where I can reach a mass audience of people. They're my own audience. They're nobody else's. And it's not something that's private. It's everywhere. Um, I have this on Spotify. I'm trying to have it on other platforms as well. And I'm going to keep this episode up forever. Um, what I want to say is just, Black lives matter. Black lives matter. They do. If your first response to that is all lives matter, I want you to close out messy.fm. I want you to close out Spotify. Unfollow me. Never listen to me again. If that was your first response to what I said, when we say Black Lives Matter, that does not mean that y- other lives do not matter. It's saying Black Lives Matter too, and that too is implied because we are so overlooked, so discriminated against. We do not matter in the justice system as, as we've seen. And that is all based in the white supremacy that enslaved us for 400 years. The fact that some people get uncomfortable and say that we're making a race war or a race thing, it's always been about race, and it's not our fault either. Since the moment that African slaves were brought to the United States in 1619, we have been used, abused, tortured, killed, every other terrible thing in the book. And nobody has cared in the 1960s, that was just 50 to 60 years ago, by the way. We had to have an entire movement to say that we matter in this justice system and that we should not be discriminated against in normal public places. That's how long ago that was. For you to try to even sit there and say there are no remnants of racism, oh, that's not about race, this is not about race, that is disgusting. In some cases, this is not about how black people are treated by police. It's about how we do not receive justice when we are killed, when we are assaulted in the medical field. Racism is everywhere in this country. It's so ingrained in this country that when we want to be anti-racism, they say that we're anti-American. If being anti-racism makes me anti-American, 
so be it. So be it. You can call it any other thing that you want. I'm standing by what I say. I will never stop saying that Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter in the medical field. Black Lives Matter in government. Black Lives Matter in the justice system. Black Lives Matter for essential workers. Black Lives Matter for workers. Black Lives Matter for students. Black Lives Matter just for black people living in the United States under all of these systems of oppression that has tried to keep us down after all of these years. If you are offended by that, you are the problem. You are the problem. And I am no longer being friendly for all of these years. I've been saying, oh, it's just a matter of opinion. Some things are just a matter of opinion. Not everything is about that. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Your political beliefs directly influence what you believe. I'm no longer saying that it's just a matter of opinion. It's a matter of lives. If you support a party that votes the same way as the KKK, a party that has fought to take away rights from not only people of color, but women, disabled people, you are terrible. You are a terrible person unless you change your mind and educate yourself. And I mean that with my whole heart that you are a genuinely terrible person. Political party has meant everything for black people for years. White people have had the privilege of political party meaning nothing to them. For us, it's been whether about which party wants us dead and which party says they don't want us dead. It's not necessarily been like, oh, well, that party's going to actually do something for me. No, it's just been that one doesn't want me dead. If you're privileged enough where you never had to say that, you need to shut your mouth on what political parties do and how divisive people are being. This is not about being divisive. This is about people's lives. Don't be so naive and wrapped in your own thinking and your own stupid ideas that you can't get past that and look and see what black people have been saying for years. And another thing I can't understand is, On these new platforms like TikTok and Twitter, Instagram, whatever, we have all of these new white activists who are saying what black people have been saying for years. But for some reason, you like it when it comes out of their mouths and not ours. Why is that? Why do they get more followers? Why are they praised for saying what black people have been saying for years and you were silent about And then it comes out that they said something racist and you're shocked. But that doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock anyone who's black. You can ask them. Racism is so ingrained in people that it's probably a likely chance that a white person you know has said or done something racist. And if not racist, just willfully ignorant. Some of the white people that I know... There have been times where they have stayed silent on things where I think they should have spoken up. Thankfully, I'm good at choosing my friends and my friends know better. But I've seen and heard some of the things that people have said. And I guess when I call them out on it, I may have seemed aggressive, but I hope now they realize that I was right the entire time. Stop calling people aggressive when they call you out for something that you're doing, when they call you out for being ignorant. Stop doing that. And this is not even just about white people before you say I'm being racist against white people, which is not a thing. You don't have systems against you. People can be prejudiced towards you and sometimes 
because of an experience or many experiences that they've had under these systems of racism, but no one can be racist towards you. But back to my point, this is not even just about white people. This is about every other group or race of people that has anti-black sentiment. You have to ask why, why? It's all built in white supremacy. It has taken over this entire globe and made every single society and community feel oppressed and like, well, maybe these white people are rights. Unfortunately, some people fell to that idea. And that's where the colorism starts. That's where the racism against one's own community starts. And you have to really get to the root of that problem to dismantle everything. And that is why these movements are going on. To talk about the looting and the, and the, and the, and the, and the destruction of property Number one, there's multiple proof that this looting isn't really just being done by black protesters. It's sometimes done by infiltrators to the movement. It's sometimes done by white teenagers and other white young adults like Logan Paul, for example, who just got arrested for such looting. So don't connect that with our movement. Secondly, that's property. We're talking about people's lives and you bring up property. I can't even fathom how angry that makes me. I don't care about property. I care about the lives that were senselessly taken from these young people who had their own lives, their own passions, the people they cared about, family, friends, their lives and all of that taken away from them. It's not fair. It's been going on for far too long. It's disgusting. And by the way, these movements aren't just about the ones who were recently killed. Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. These are about every single black person who has been wrongfully convicted, wrongfully killed, and just wrongfully oppressed by these racist systems since the beginning of all of this. And I'm tired. If you're black, you're probably tired. I'm tired of having to say this. I'm tired of having to do this. I'm tired of having to see it. And that's what this whole thing is about. We are tired. If you're tired of seeing the post about it and you don't want to see the post about it anymore, that's too bad. We're tired of having to live through it. I couldn't just post another episode without talking about this because some people really need to hear this and some people really need to learn. Once again, if you don't like what I'm saying, don't follow me. Stay ignorant. That's going to backfire on you one day. I promise. That's not a threat. That's just saying that one day you're going to meet the right person who's really going to tell you about yourself. You're going to meet the right person who's going to get you fired from your job. I have no problem getting people fired from their jobs, getting scholarships taken away, getting college acceptances taken away and rescinded. You cannot be around other black people and be a danger to them if you are going to be racist. I can't believe that in 2020, we still have to say we matter, we deserve rights. 
it's disgusting. It should have been something that you knew from the jump. Why do we still have to say this? And I don't care how uncomfortable it is to talk to your racist white family members or talk to your racist grandma, but she's good, you know, but she's still a good person. No, she's not. No, she isn't. I don't care what time she was born in. There's been so much time to learn and do better. If you're not talking to these people, if you're not being if you're not being vocal and saying anything, you're also part of the problem. All of these people in power who are racist or ignorant, they are part of the problem. They are why this stuff starts. We need to start addressing it at the source. And then we can build up and fix things. And no, we can't do it alone. We need our allies and we do appreciate our allies. But I think instead of thinking allies, it's a time to raise more awareness. I don't know why I should thank someone for not being racist or why I should thank someone for saying that black lives do matter in this system. Nobody should thank anybody for saying that. It's common sense. Now, on to police and police brutality. Um, police have been racist since the beginning of the start of the police system in the United States. It started with slave patrols to catch runaway slaves. That's how the police started. Now think about how that was going to evolve anyway. And then you take these people sometimes who are fresh out of high school. I don't know where they come from, but they go through a police academy and some of them only need 600 hours in all 50 states. Hairstylists need more hours than police to graduate from their schools in all 50 states and you wonder and and you wonder why there's police brutality they get their 600 hours and get a gun if they are racist or always held racist sentiment or looked at black people as a threat based on what they are taught which they do not look for in these people they have graduating and putting them into academies of course they are going to kill black people. Of course, they are going to beat black people, but that should not be the case. It should have never been the case. Why do we give them weapons and tell them to go out and protect and serve? That means whatever they want it to mean. They don't give them correct things to do. Apparently, they're not reinforcing what they should and shouldn't do. And unfortunately, these officers protect each other when they come under fire because they've all been doing the same thing. And they know if one person goes down for what they did, they're going to go down from what they did before, except that wasn't filmed, except that wasn't reported. The whole police system needs to be 
abolished. Truly abolished. It's, there's nothing good about it. It's never been fair to black people. And you might say, well, who's going to protect you when you, when you are in something or where you need help? Not them. Obviously, from what we've seen, people have called for wellness checks for black people and other people of color, and they've ended up killing the person that needed to be checked on. Not them. Police will never make me feel safe. Police are the same people throwing tear gas and shooting rubber bullets at people. And a little side note about rubber bullets, they are actual bullets encased in rubber. That's why they're causing damage. That's why people are losing their eyes and have bleeding on their brains. That's why. Police have been using unnecessary force since forever. But now we have it filmed, and now we're speaking out about it. During the civil rights movement, and I keep going back and looking at those pictures of how they treated the black protesters then, they brought out dogs and water hoses and batons. The only reason that you don't see tear gas and rubber bullets in those is because they didn't have it yet. But turn that water hose into tear gas, turn those batons into rubber bullets, and it's the exact same thing. Peaceful protests turning violent when police intervene. I've not seen many or one videos of protesters just going wild. That's what the media is showing. But from what I see, there's people marching in the street. And 30 minutes before the announced curfew time, they say, oh, by the way, there's a curfew. And they give people in huge metropolitan cities less than 30 minutes to get home. And when they're not home in time, they tear gas them and shoot rubber bullets at them. It's not unintentional. They want to do that. They want to use force. And some of it is turning deadly or near deadly. I just watched a video of police shoving a 75-year-old man to the ground. You can hear his skull hit the ground. Fortunately, he's in stable condition, but there is never a reason for someone to use that much force. Never. Especially on someone who's elderly. If they did that, knowing they were being filmed to a 75-year-old white man, imagine what they are doing to the black and brown people or other people of color when they are not being filmed. If they knew they were being filmed and that officer, Derek Chauvin, still put his knee in George Floyd's neck for eight minutes, imagine what they are doing when they are not being filmed. It's not just the act of police brutality either. Once again, it's what comes after it. You expect the police to be fired. You expect charges. You expect a conviction. But what happens sometimes is um, a paid leave, a slap on the wrist. Oh, you're back to work and you're doing the same thing. We're tired of that. We want that to stop. There should be no reason George Zimmerman is walking on these streets, but he is. 
he should be arrested. Again. He should be in prison. But once again, the justice system fails us. And you also have black people sitting in prison for nonviolent crimes. You have black people on death row and about to be executed for crimes they most likely did not commit. And this is one of the easiest things to talk about because I've seen it so much and it's always the same thing. Why? Why is racism so ingrained in our society? And we can't forget the four officers responsible for the death of George Floyd. Not all of them were white. One of them, to Tao, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, was an East Asian man. And you have to ask yourself, why is there racism in Asian communities and Hispanic communities? Because white supremacy has ingrained that in them as well. If you don't know about it, there's something called the model minority myth. When in the 1960s, the U.S. government said that the only immigrants they would be accepting were Asian immigrants of high education in order to contrast to the black people who did who they did not give an education. They created this system so they could say, oh, they're outstanding citizens. Why can't you be that? Because those people were educated in their native countries that did not discriminate against them. Black people born in the United States were discriminated against, not given a good education. It still happens today. Why are schools funded with property taxes, especially if they live in black or brown communities that already don't see receive enough funding or enough business? And they're funded by those property taxes. Whereas you put all of these businesses in the white neighborhoods, those schools are funded by property taxes and those kids can receive a better education. It's not a matter of ability. It's a matter of opportunity. And opportunity is important everywhere. Schools, colleges, whatever anyone else is interested in. There have been black film creators who have been denied nominations simply because it was a movie about racism. There are black writers who can't land jobs because some companies say that that's not what they want. There are black people that do theater who have been discriminated against by their own directors and black actors that face so much from their hair to makeup to just racist statements made by other cast members or directors. We're tired of it. And no, it's it doesn't just happen to black people right now. That's who the focus is on. 
And that's who I'll keep talking about because I'm part of this community. I will advocate for other people of color. But right now we're talking about black people and it's not a time to deflect. Because we obviously need to be more vocal about it. I am happy that there has been change. Derek Chauvin and the other three officers have been charged and arrested. I'm glad that we see their mugshots. But that doesn't bring back life. We need justice. We are still seeking justice for Breonna Taylor, who on the day that I am recording this would be her 27th birthday. But she can't celebrate it. She was an essential worker during the middle of a pandemic. The fact that people are risking their lives in the middle of a pandemic to go and say that black lives matter only to have tear gas and rubber bullets thrown at them, that is beyond disgusting to me. And I can't believe the country that I live in. And to all the white people who want to say, then leave. You don't have to live in the United States. My ancestors built this country. This is stolen land. Stolen from indigenous people. If anything, you don't belong here. I don't have to go anywhere. I can help to change what is in place. But no one has to leave. If people do choose to leave, I don't blame them. But once again, racism isn't just in the United States. It's in so many other countries that were infiltrated by white supremacy. There's just so much to touch on, so much to say, but I can't even fit it all in one episode. I can't fit all of their names in one episode. I'd be talking for a year. I can't fit all of their stories in one episode. That's how many black people have been brutalized. I will tell you how to advocate and make a change, though. Sign the petitions. These petitions do matter, and they bring about change. Um, there have been arrests made. There have been cases reopened um, because of petitions. It just shows people how many people care and how many people are demanding that something changes. So they do work. If you can't find any, you can type them in on Google, actually, and find some. You can go on Twitter. I'm going to put some websites in my description, but I want you to look at those and figure out what you can do. Talk to your family members. Talk to your racist family members. That's always a good start. You don't have to necessarily physically fight them. 
you can just sit down, talk to them, even if they try to call you crazy, do not listen to that. You are not crazy. You're fighting for what's right. I want to look back on this and really say that I was saying something, I was doing something, and I know that's the case for a lot of people. But I also want change because this directly affects me, my family, my friends. We need to get away from this. All of those microaggressions, all of those ignorant comments, all of that silence builds on to the system that is killing us. Stop it. Unfortunately, we also have a racist president. I don't care what you say. Donald Trump is a racist. That also assaults women. I've already known that he was racist. It's nothing new to me. Unfortunately, it's new to some of you. That doesn't help. The races have felt like they could come out of their hiding place ever since he was elected. I'm tired of seeing it. It no longer, it never made any sense, but it just doesn't make sense. Another thing I want to touch on is if you feel the need to bring up quote-unquote, black-on-black crime, you're racist. Does anyone call it white-on-white crime? They don't. White people kill so many other white people, but that's never a talking point, is it? Another thing I can promise you is that if or when black people kill other black people it's not because they're black i'm not saying that there's any valid reason but it's not because they're black whereas when white people kill black people that is almost always the reason ahmaud arbery wasn't even killed by police he was killed by racist disgusting white people Thankfully, they're receiving charges, but we cannot bring Ahmad back. And that is why we are marching in the streets. That is why people are angry. That is why people want others to use their platform and actually speak. And if you were racist before and now you want to use your platform to speak, acknowledge your racism. It's not hard. Acknowledge that you were racist. If you have nothing better to say, as people on Twitter say, open your purse. Donate money. Money is not everything, of course. And I wish people would realize that. But we actually need it right now. So donate money. I wish others were saying and doing more. I'm proud of the work that others have done. But we need to speak up. I'm tired of this happening. 
I can't let this happen again. There have been so many people arrested in protest, protesting police brutality and racism against black people. That tells you all you need to know. That tells you all you need to know about the police system as well. I've seen so many videos of police inciting violence or being violent. It's disgusting. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, just when we're talking about how black people are senselessly killed by police and they're even more violent against the protesters who are protesting this brutality. Why are we seeing the National Guard out? Why is the president threatening to bring military to these protests? Because he knows that they're violent. I can't even wrap my head around why the police is inciting violence on the United States' own citizens, but it is happening. You need to be aware of that as well. The police and the military, they're both violent um, institutions, really, especially in the United States where we send military members to bomb villages and towns and cities and children and homes and just innocent civilians. They're the same thing. One is on the home front. One is in other places. We need to dismantle all of this. It's about time. This year has been rough. But I'm glad that we're bringing about change. And I know that what has been accomplished is good. But we can do more. People can always do better. This isn't about. This isn't just about. The black people that are killed. This is about the black people that are still alive. And being oppressed. Give opportunities to black people. To black professionals. To black workers. Give them opportunities protect them from other races use your privilege stop with the microaggressions and the racist and ignorant statements that you make on a daily basis what you think are jokes they're not jokes they're disgusting and rude and racist I should use that word sorry just racist. Unfortunately, we also see a lot of teenagers being racist on the internet. Take away their opportunities at school. Take away their opportunities at college. They don't need to be around black students with their racist opinions. Get all of that taken away. They don't deserve it. I don't care if you say that we're ruining lives. Maybe they deserve to have their lives ruined. At least they aren't being taken away. I 
I can't stand when people say, oh, don't ruin their life. Don't take that away from them. No, it needs to be. Especially when some of these people have goals to be doctors. Do you know how much racism still exists in our medical field? Just in the past month, a black woman was voicing on Twitter about how the doctors at the hospital she was at weren't concerned enough about her pregnancy. And she died days later because of it. The black maternal mortality rate is four times higher than white Unfortunately, I have to start wrapping this episode up, but call district attorneys, call state senators, sign petitions, and more importantly, until we can dismantle this system, we need help from government officials. So go vote. I don't want to hear anything else. Go vote. Check and see when your primaries are and be there. For South Carolina, they're on Tuesday, June 9th. Go vote. Get these racist people out of office that enable these other racist people. Thank you for listening. Please implement the things that I've said in your life. Hear them. And share with others. I don't ever really ask people to share any of my episodes. I don't really ask people to share this podcast. I don't post this on my Twitter or other socials. This will be the one that I post and ask people to share. This will be it. And say their names. The ones that we're fighting for, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, who still has not received any form of justice, by the way. George Floyd, Tony McDade. I just heard about Lavina Johnson. Go look at her case. She was a military member, and these people like to talk about veterans. Go read. Hear other people listen to what we are saying. Hear black people. Stop paying attention to racist. Stop being racist. Like, and you can say, I'm not racist. Well, you're not the one to judge, are you? We, the ones who experience racism, can judge whether or not you are racist. And there are some black people who don't even agree with what I'm saying, which is sad because that's how deeply white supremacy and racism runs. But the majority. They hear what I'm saying and they do agree. We all agree. There should not be violence with police. There are countries that have completely banned police weaponry. Why can't we do that? Why? Use your voice, speak up, sign petitions, say something, listen to other people. Share this episode. If you share nothing else of mine, that's fine. Just share this episode. This is the only one that I want you to share. This is the only one I'll be posting anything. Just share this. 
have people listen to it, send it to people, tell them to listen to the whole thing. Make them listen to the whole thing. I don't hate anyone. So, you can't say that. I can't be racist towards white people. I'm using my voice. I'm using what I have. I'm asking you to stop being racist and stop other racists. That's what I'm asking. I'll say it again. Black Lives Matter. Use what you can. If you go out to protest, be safe. To my black friends and listeners, I'm so sorry that we all have to experience this. We don't deserve this. We don't deserve hate from almost every other community on this planet. I know black people, our mental health probably hasn't been the best in the past few weeks just because of how tired we are of everything going on. There are resources, and I will try to include some of them in my description. Unfortunately, I'm not a mental health professional, and I cannot be there to help, but I will be there to talk if you need to. I'll also put those contacts in my description. We matter. Black lives matter. Thank you. Go use your voice. Go vote.